Welcome to Lost in Menstruation, a podcast for women who want to find a better way to hormonal health. I'm your host, Gemma Barry, an ex-nurse, period activist, comedian and herbalist. You might think that's a strange combination, but I wouldn't be where I am without those skills, let me tell you. Be ready for health tips and banter, no filter talking, belly laughs, and most importantly, finding your map so you aren't lost in menstruation. This is the stuff you wish you'd known years ago, but it's never too late. Let's get started. Hi, my loves, and welcome to another episode of Lost in Menstruation. And today I am joined by the wonderful Louise Conigan. Hi, Louise. How are you, my love? I'm good. How are you? I'm really well, thanks. So nice of you to join the podcast uh, and come and have a natter about periods. Sure, what else would we do on a desert? <laughs> You know. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> Who actually knows? So, uh, Louise, you're um, you're into theatre. You're an actress, writer. Um, can you let our listeners know a little bit more about what it is that you do? Um, well, mostly, uh, well, at the minute I do a lot of writing because there is <laughs> nothing else to do. Um, I'm a street theatre performer. Um, I'm an actor. I work a lot. Um, with children's children's theatre, so I take on characters. Um, at Christmas time, I would take on Mr. Claus's uh, wife character. So do that at, at Christmas time. Um, then throughout the year, I do other characters, so storytelling for children um, and all that kind of stuff. And then in the evenings, to let off the steam, I have a character called Dumpner Rose, who is she's she's an anti-feminist, so she can't she can't stand all this feminism and everything else. She's this is the the, the play of the character, really? um, and yeah, so her ex-boyfriend is patriarchy, and uh, <laughs> so she kind of goes and money's an adventure and all this. I do do a wee bit of stand-up comedy here and there, but generally it's if I'm trying out material for a show that I'm writing. Yeah. At the minute I'm working on a theatre show I'm writing with two other people and that will be hopefully going live on February 2021. So I'm kind of, most of what I do would be children's theatre but um, my adult stuff would tend to be more comedy and cabaret. Yeah, so. love it. I really love uh, premises like that that spin stuff on their head. Um, I think yeah. it's so rich in like humor and and i think it gives such a different perspective on it as well because we all know that it's like wrong but yeah you just get this uh different lens on it and it becomes even more farcical and hilarious i think that's great <laughs> yeah well for for the character what i wanted to do it had been a character i had been writing a show um about a stage manager and none of the acts turned up so she had to take on the persona of all the acts and i wanted to have this really bulky kind of woman that would come out and say it as it is yeah and then I was sitting there I was sitting there thinking whatever I was trying to do it then it just looked like I was just being really aggressive yeah, with yeah. they come forward and be like Ugh. so then I decided right okay she's actually fed up she's pissed off because she's got all her hair extensions and everything like that she's being dumped and she's just disgusted at having to go out into the world again of relationships and everything so um she's disgusted at feminism because the last time whenever she went out dating it was okay for her to get her drink spot for her yeah, they, to be a kept woman and all this kind of thing. So it's kind of looking at that and turning it on its head and seeing yeah. where where it comes. And it was great fun. It was a great way. Uh, I'm not saying that I nailed it, but it kind of. What what I always find that whenever I go and perform, in front of audiences, sometimes the dying on my hole, as they would say in the in the comedy, yeah, the comedy yeah. genre. 
um, <laughs> is where I get most of my inspiration from. So whenever yeah. I see something that really doesn't land, I'm delighted. Yeah. Which is great. So I'm delighted all the time whenever yeah. I come off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a weird it, way how you get your kick sometimes right <laughs> yeah twisted little what am I but it's like uh, I'm just fed up of being adored um, <laughs> but no it's it, there's something about it especially because a lot of crowds I find they, they, they tend to be with audiences I think they're kind of trained in how to react so they're, they're used yeah. to seeing men coming up and telling jokes about dicks and poo and what is it, the three p's the, the penis the poos and politics but anyway it's three in northern ireland um and so then whenever they see up quite a lot with guys as well oh yeah i just yeah. find that exhausting really oh so dull yeah move on yeah <laughs> and 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 then i look really um i went out with a comedian for a long time and they like it was my face as you can see it's very like i'm trying to keep control it here i've got a very expressionless face but if somebody would come on and they do something i didn't like i'd just be sitting there going <laughs> and I can't like it's like I'm sorry did my face say that out loud is that there's a t-shirt and it is made for me I just like Bleh. but if somebody comes on they say something that maybe I, I just don't seem to have that kind of like restriction within me that yeah, tells yeah. me when if I like something I'm like yeah <laughs> grinning along clapping like a seal and then as soon as it's something I don't like I'm like <laughs> So I have to sit in the darkened corner of the room, especially with somebody coming on that I know I'm not going to like. But like then whenever I was thinking about adding the fourth page to that, and then if you go up, whenever you go on, I, I always notice that whenever women go on stage, they kind of apologize for being a woman. And you're like, yeah. well, that's a great start. So when I kind of decided to start my story with sorry, 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 sorry. And just apologizing and apologizing to get that out of the way before that I started into the set, because we as women tend to apologize a lot. Yeah. And then... I'm not going to talk about being a woman, period, is then where I go. And then I'll finish. <laughs> just say, and just saying the word period and watching the men just go. Like, it's great. <laughs> ruining it. I know. I love it. I, I'm with you. That reaction of just when, when they shut down like that is just like, yes. <laughs> no. I almost like, you just think, yeah, totally that. <laughs> no. <laughs> because I don't want to be rude. <laughs> oh you can be it's fine doesn't matter okay. <laughs> but um no because my ex is a comedian and then you you know whenever you be you've been in a room with a load of comedians and it's it's a rough room we all know it's going to be rough and it's going yeah. to be because that's the way that's getting yourself ready it's like i would say yeah. to children like children's entertainers you'll never find a darker group of people yeah dark <laughs> i mean like every show has another show behind it yeah. that we've all done we've all done the adult version and it's not good like you know it's really you know it's going to be the worst but you have to get that out of your system too before you yeah. go on and then be the ah, <laughs> uh, vacant expression in your life where your eyes where you won't hold back you know. either if they if, if they don't find it funny they'll tell you as well they're just like no eh. they they will not like i remember one time sitting there and like <laughs> i have sometimes sometimes i get really stressed or panic i kind of dissociate i remember one day sitting there in a room and I was wearing like this corseted costume. I was painted green, like a load of big stuff here. And like, it's just a lot of costume. I'm sitting there going, oh God, is this real? Is this real? And the child just shouted out, you're not real. And I was just sitting there going, Kevin gets it. <laughs> Kevin gets it. <laughs> Kevin understands. Oh, so funny. That's so but funny. It was, they, they, just, they just call you out. But then like a comedy audience is very, it's just, it's, 
it's like people decide not to like you yeah based on what they hear and based on what they say so whenever like whenever you'd be in a, in a, in a comedian the, the a long way group of comedians i used to be sitting there because i wasn't doing comedy at this stage i'd be sitting there going oh god this is gonna be awkward but i usually always am quite quick-witted from being in, like doing street theater and things like that. Yeah. and they'd be like you know it would come to you you'd have to say a joke or something like that my favorite joke would have been especially when it was full of men it was just just something because they'd be talking really really gross the whole time yeah and my favorite joke was uh what's the difference between menstrual blood and sand <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it can't gargle sand, and they didn't like it. <laughs> it's really oh, gross, it. but like it's what it. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't want me any favors. Um, don't know why. <laughs> you see, Rob, if you'd have been in a room full of nurses, that would have probably like would have all hit the deck laughing our asses off. That's kind of about. I would it though? I think actually too, because um, a lot of my good friends are nurses as well. That wouldn't even face them. They'd be just sitting there going, "What's that? Oh, something absorbent," and just to get it cleaned up. They just it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But we have got a dark sense of humour, so we would have laughed about that for sure. That's going to stay with me. I love that joke. Thanks. You've made my day. <laughs> there you go. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. So, period disasters. Have you had a few, many? What can you tell our listeners about them? All of them. <laughs> All of the disasters. All of the disasters. That was fantastic. It. Like, we were talking before about coming on and chatting and everything, and about you said that, you know, you like it to be free-flowing. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just disorganised, flat out, from the top. Time is not my friend. I don't understand anything. I finally have an app on my phone. Like even my periods can't be organised. Like that's that is how bad it is. I have the app on my phone. It's Clue, I think it is. Or I'm not sure what it is called. Yeah, I only ever know to go looking for it whenever it's coming. Whenever my period lands, Clue is what it's called. It's got a wee image of like a spiral gyro thing that on it. But like it like on the the graph because only started in October. It was like every 27 days, every 37 days, every hi, and it's that like it's just it doesn't every time know you when. White pants on. Got yeah. a hot date. Hiya. <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's yep. all these things. But like, I also, so I haven't, I, I stopped drinking in February because I was really good at it. Um, I was fantastic, like really outstanding. Um, but I used to convince myself that where I got this idea, I don't know, that red wine made it better for your period because I'd get really, really bad period pains. <laughs> You know, really, color. Color. I don't Maybe know. It's something yeah. I convinced myself. So I used to be like, yeah, two bottles of wine just before your period is always a good idea for about two years. <laughs> There's no wonder I was suffering from really bad period. <laughs> yeah, could be, could be. Yeah, yeah. So drink, <laughs> drinking loads of red wine was a really good idea that I had. So I'd be like, run around with a big black. <laughs> All these things, but um, there's like. There's three girls in my house. I have three sisters and a brother and a mum. So there's like lots of, like there's loads of women. And it was something that I didn't really realise until I was much uh, older was that there's mostly women in my house because like there was always that thing of like hiding the tampons and keeping everything down low. And, yeah. and you know, it was kind of, you know that dance that we all do where we have like, <laughs> yeah, you're wearing a short sleeve top <laughs> and you're practically naked here trying to hide a tampon up your sleeve. Like just, yeah. it was all, all these things. But, um, 
embarrassing period stories it's like i don't even know where to start well we were um, we were chatting before about how sometimes it can be quite wafty like very heavy on the feminine in terms of i mean i love talking about periods I've kind of designed my whole life around it. I like to make it approachable for people to talk about periods, but not in a an exclusive way. Because uh, I think sometimes um, when it becomes a bit too feminine for me, like it makes you want to go <laughs> and be a little bit sick in your mouth. Yeah, sometimes with uh, you know things called like moon time and uh, I don't know I just don't really align with all of that stuff and I like to keep things quite real and uh, you know like we were saying when you start thinking about stuff it's really weird like sex can be really weird if you start thinking about it and then if you start thinking of others thinking about it like you were saying and, and it goes on and on but you can you just it starts to become funny just because of the most bizarre and and strange kind of things that can happen and you do and I think it's very like any kind of bodily fluid is very much the same and periods are exactly like that and mm. because they happen there's nothing you can do about it really they can get you into some pretty strange pickles um and it's like the whole point of this is just to break down that stigma and, and know that we all do it uh, and and like the adverts that have um, have preceded all period products have always been, you know, women getting on their white trousers, just living their best life. And you're like, who is that? Like, usually you're... White, white cheek and you're just sitting there going... Yeah. no, exactly. Like, I get out of bed no, and I like, black clean all the sheets because, you know, you've leaked all over them. I'm like, that's generally how my period starts with yeah. a fuckload of washing. <laughs> If you could be fucking arse doing it. <laughs> so yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, 14 hours sleep, right? Mine starts off with, where does it go? Where do you fucking think it goes? Straight under the sheets. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? I, I have no problem talking about periods, right? But whenever I go to... <laughs> I have a real, real problem. And this is something that causes a lot of people shock. I hate talking about poo. Or... <laughs> I just fucking, I just turn it inside out. I'm like, <laughs> I, so obviously I've got a dog because he likes to be very, he's, he's like, oh, here, I'm here. But <laughs> whenever I got the dog at first, I was sitting there going, you have to lift his. And I'm like, oh, we don't talk about, <laughs> it always goes into your mind. <laughs> but for some reason, it's okay with the dog, but see anything else, I'm like, oh God, or bile or pulse. Yeah. I just feel it. I just get so grossed out. What are you talking about periods? I'm like, what? Everybody has, not everybody has them. A lot of people have them. Menstruating people. <laughs> when it comes to the other things, they freak out. But when it comes to periods, it's fine. Yeah, well, it's because it's like a, it's just a normal bodily process, right? Uh, and I think that's the right way around. I mean, there's nothing about it that's disgusting. It's just blood at the end of the day. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand the level of disgust with periods personally because like I'm with you I'd rather clear up blood any day of the week than poo or pus but I do I do love a good wound so you do oh god no yeah. them pimple poppers not anything oh, not for it. me no thank you <laughs> but um no do you, like we've all done the thing where um you get three box of whatever it is and you go <laughs> everything that you go to buy you like put it under your arm it's like anything we're going to get like 
you know, just getting like tampons or anything. Like that. It just it was this whole idea of what you had to buy. Was it like a birthday? I had about four hundred birthday cards at one stage from just having to constantly go and buy stuff. Or the you know remember the shame of having to like transfer something from one bag to the other or yeah. asking going into twenty. Has anybody got it? What? <laughs> Has anybody got it? <laughs> what is this a Zoom call? We uh, I remember once. Uh, we were on ho- we were coming back from holiday, uh, me and my husband, and uh, he we'd gone through customs. We were like getting onto the um, coach to take the you know takes you to the airplane, and they called him back through, and like we didn't know what was going on. We were in Italy, and anyway, he was gone for ages, and I was like waiting there, thinking, oh my god, the plane's probably going to go without us. Anyway, what had happened was our case had exploded. Uh, and it obviously packed a little bit too much in it and it, the locks had given away. <laughs> and uh, he had to go back and check that all of our stuff was in the case. And he said, Jen, when I got there, all, all that had exploded all over the place was your tampons. <laughs> oh, stop. So yeah, it was my pants and tampons that had just escaped out of the, the case, and I was like, they ha- they're made of bungee or something. Yeah, because the last day I was going to, I work in a wee theatre, <clears throat> so I just come up from Donegal, I just got to the theatre, and I went to get out of the bag. Um, I had my iPad, which is pretty much just brand new, and a box of tampons there, which is what, and because and I hadn't had them in my bag and ages. And you let the ta- like the, let the iPad drop before the tampons because it was in front of a front of a crowd. Like, what the fuck would have happened them if they had a film on the iPad? I'd let it go on ahead before it ashamed myself into having like, dear God, anybody should know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just insane. It is. It's a very strange thing, but I think all of us have felt that uh, at some point in time that we, you know, like you say, we've done the sleeve dance. We've we've just saved things and been like mortified when they've like flung themselves all over the floor in an airport. But really it's like, it's nothing. I mean, like you say, I, you use a moon cup now. I'm, I use reusable pads and stuff. Um, and it's great. Like, uh, it makes life a lot easier. Um, because there's so much. They're handy. Are there, see, it's again, it's the washer, Gemma. No, <laughs> not for me. I just don't, I couldn't be doing with the washing. No. I actually got the the period pants as well. Oh, yeah. The big, yeah. They are amazing. Yeah. For whenever, for whenever you're on your period. Try washing and drying them, though. Oh, my God. They take, like, about four weeks to dry. Sweet and gentle, Jesus. They are absorbent. When they say absorb, but, like, dry ever. You're sitting, they're on the radar. You're sitting in the house. The sweat beating clean out of you, and because I don't have a tumble dryer, and anyway, I think they'd melt in the tumble dryer. But you just yeah. like you have to buy about fifteen pair of them because they just they take so long. That's not just me. Then they no, do take a really long. They do time. take a really long time to dry. I only wear them at night because I find they're great um, for wearing at night because uh, they're very sexy. Oh yeah, they're really sexy. Um, but I mean, what I will ask you though is uh, now I was chatting to a friend of mine about this because they do period pants thongs i'm not sure we we thought they would be called pongs actually because like it's just really nasty uh but i don't see how that would work um so yeah if anyone needs to write in and let me know about that i'd be really uh i would be really your face you're pulling that face <laughs> i i just I'm, I'm processing that 
the poems yeah. is great, by the way. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've got absolutely no idea. I'm like, no, no, I need the full whack of uh, of pant pantage um, for my uh, absorbency. I just my don't know where does it go. I don't know. I'm like, how could that? I'm sorry, but that's really unhygienic. Yeah, I don't. Understand. That's gonna be. I don't understand it. I mean, I certainly would not be wearing a pong and white jeans because that's just asking for trouble. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, there is the start of your next show. <laughs> white jeans and a pong. <laughs> but I want it to be one of the ones that comes up. Hey, you know, oh yes, so you get the, like, the whale tail situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. To give you art. that, to give you that kind of a. Uh, a thing. Did you see oh, everybody I, on Instagram's discovered now too? If you put your knickers up really high, it looks makes you look like you've got a V. Yeah. Like a V at the front? No. Makes <laughs> me look like I've got a V. A beach ball. <laughs> just looks fucking uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie. When I look at things like that, I'm just like, no, just wear your pants at a normal level. Like that just yeah. that's gonna sit down and chafe. That's gonna I went up. through I went through all that in my early twenties. No, never again. No, I'll never forget the pink sparkly one. It was like a cheese grater. It was a slice, honestly. I, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I used to persist with wearing thongs and I'm like, they're fucking uncomfortable. Why am I doing this? And then just threw them all away. Because they are, you're forever retrieving them out of your ass. And it's yeah. not for me. Like, it's just. It's not a good luck for anyone. I don't know. No. Unless finger in your arsehole's a new cool thing. I don't know. <laughs> not, not only that if you have like some sort of skirt on your skirt gets sucked up with it so yeah you have that like whole hungry bum collapse or yeah. like you know like a kind of a look this even this kind of material here yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna nip its way in <laughs> it does like <laughs> just thought you know just sort of hang out here see what it's like change the scene like please don't no. <laughs> well, at least you're not be chafed, but uh, that's yeah, another it's it's very different. So, uh, yeah, I don't understand the whole thong period pants, but yeah, period pants are great. Although I can't get on wearing them <laughs> out, like because like if you have to take them off and change them, like that's a whole that's a whole new level of admin that I'm not really signed up to. For that's yeah. a good way of putting it, admin. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember you'd be sitting in the toilet doing? And all you'd hear is <laughs> like <it's> coronavirus. <laughs> but when you're opening up your pad, <laughs> you hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. In Japan, right? They have toilets out there that are so singing and dancing. Have you been? They're just amazing. Oh, no. You can, you just spend a long time in the toilet because you're pressing all the buttons, and oh, I love uh, the toilet. Even in uh, like McDonald's or anywhere like that, when we were traveling, like you always call in there to have a free wee. And uh, they have a button that can... Um, a McWee? Yes, a McWee or a McPoo, depends. Uh, but yeah, they have a button on there that like is meant to hide the sound of you having a wee or a poo. Um, but it sounds like a round of applause. I think it's meant to be like running water. <laughs> um, but it actually, you press it and it's like, yeah! <laughs> you sure you didn't go to a toddler's like Lou? It just sounded like a, a round of applause, which I found brilliant. I just kept pressing it. Well, I've just pressed it whilst I'm washing my hands. You know, I'm like, what? This you draw attention to yourself more by having this like round of applause sound coming out of the toilet than you do just using the loo. But uh yeah, that was a whole nother world of uh 
of politeness in the toilet but yeah some of them I can see loads of performers yeah. going into those toilets now just to have a round of applause because everybody's <laughs> missing it so bad it's like I just want one gig I just want a gig yeah it was it like it really brightened my day it really brightened my day so uh yeah I think no I want to go to Japan if you had your That's period that. and then you had a round of applause every time you sat on the loo, that would make it even better. <laughs> it would be like the old, the old things whenever you used to pay off the thing, have a happy period. Oh. Yeah. Really? <laughs> have a happy period? Brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah. Of course well, well. Now that you've that, said that. Yeah, see that and start giving it some aggro whilst you sat on the loo. Oh, fuck off. I won't, I'll have yeah. any kind of period I like, thanks. <laughs> Stop with your toxic positivity. <laughs> I love that toxic positivity. <laughs> I just see. I just discovered that recently, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because I can. I can. I, I tend to do that sometimes. Like you know, whenever people are like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Come on!" I'm trying to cheer them up, and, and then I go away, and I'm like, "What? I hate me!" Like, "What? Why did I do that to them?" I hate when people do it to me. Why did I do it to them? And then you just look it up, and then you go into go into Pinterest, and then you go down, and you're like, "Toxic positivity!" <laughs> you um, yeah, so true, so true. So, uh, Louise, come on, don't leave us in the lurch any longer about your um, period disaster story. Let's let's give it a whirl and see what you've got to say. Oh dear, right. Well, it's kind of a lot. It's 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 kind of uncomfortable. So, I told you that I'd recently started using the moon cup. Yeah. Right. And another thing I told you about is that uh, I'm not very good at being organised, and that I've got a very, 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 very active imagination. Yeah. Um. So. Another thing that I didn't do very much was a grown up was watch TV or watch films and things like that. So people have taken it upon themselves to educate me. Now, have any seen? Have you seen the uh, Invisible Man, the most recent one? No. No. Well, right. Okay. Throughout the film, you can't see the her the whole way through it, but he's there. You can feel him there, and you're fucking petrified. So myself and my housemate, she'd seen it as well, and. I have this fucking, uh, so we kept talking about it. Then my car, the sensor started going off and I was driving back and things like that. And I was like, oh, he's here. So <laughs> kept going on about it and winding up and, and too, having too much crack with it. And then I just started on the moon cup as well around the same time. Um, and I had a cough because fucking trying to, add, trying to add everything in. So I was there up in the room and we'd had a couple of drinks. It was just before I'd started drinking. I stopped drinking. And we had a couple of drinks and hadn't locked the door or whatever. And I coughed as I was taking out the moon cup, which you shouldn't do. And I, I mean, it can go fucking everywhere. Like, I don't know how they clean, how murderers clean up like crime scenes. I have no idea because this was fucking everywhere. I mean, like the floor, the chart, everywhere. And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ, how am I going to... And obviously, because you still get really, really embarrassed, I kind of screamed then because it was that this had happened. And my housemate went to come in the door, which I was trying to push her out. She was sitting there freaking out because she knew what I was like with my overactive imagination. There's fucking blood everywhere. I'm trying to hide her, keep her out. We've also obsessed, we're obsessed with watching crime scene investigations. The dog's yeah. trying to get on in the action. I'm trying to clean it up. Like, there's fucking no way I'm cleaning that up. So... <laughs> By the time I got, kind of got out of there, I was half cocked as well. And I just realised, it was just like, Jesus, like, how, how do they do it? How do, how do the murderers clean it up? So I just, like, it's, it's not really, I haven't actually written it as a piece. It's just me processing it still, trying to get, trying to get through it, you know what I mean? And they're really for something. Um, but whenever she, by the time she got into the room, by the time she got into the bathroom, obviously had tried to clean it up. 
But I swear to God, I'm still finding that everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You're just sitting there going, uh, hygiene-wise, I I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, so moon cups, definitely. definitely I don't know, like, if you remember those, like, they were one of those pointless uh, things you used to have in, like, your party bags when you were a kid that were, like, little rubber poppers that you turn inside out and then you put them on a table and then they just go... (laughs) And they just fly up and that was all they did. Well, moon cups remind me a little bit of that because if you take them out and then you let them go pop back into shape, then they'll go and they'll explode uh, blood all over the place for sure. Yeah, everywhere. I did it myself. Uh, We were skiing actually and I like I just had like the tail end of my period and I had my moon cup and I did exactly that. It was in a rush in like full ski gear, boots and all the rest of it. And I had a white ski jacket and it exploded and I got blood all over my ski jacket. <laughs> so yeah, to clean yeah, that up and then a white ski jacket. Did you know the purpose of a ski jacket is so they'll find you? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, they would have done with the amount of blood I'd splat down in front of myself. <laughs> Looked like I'd had an accident before I'd even taken off. But uh, yeah, I came out and everyone was like, oh my God, what did you do? And I was like, oh, I just had a nosebleed. Like, <laughs> I don't think I want to go into that. I've just sprayed menstrual blood all over my, <laughs> oh, <laughs> all over my jacket right now. <laughs> and you just said that, you're just, you're just like, what? Because I used to see them, what, you'd see them at festivals all the time. You'd be recommending them at the festivals. And you're like, imagine that in the long run. Oh, no. I don't know, festival no. toilet, you can't even sit on the seat, so no. I'd rather have a free wee behind it than I would actually go into the toilet at a festival. Good <laughs> we mint jammed up your snores. Like. <laughs> yeah, that is actually a key ingredient when you go to any kind of festival, is to have a tub of Tiger Balm with you and wallop that underneath you before you go in. Oh, I know. he's glaring clean out of you. It's so painful. <laughs> That's all you can feel and breathe, but uh, it's takes away the situation of any nastiness going on in the <laughs> in yeah. the toilet arena oh i miss festivals yeah oh the yeah the gore i love it <laughs> no. not like lost in a wee welly halfway through a concert is there oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i do miss festivals good fun good fun uh, it would yeah. be very different sober. I don't drink either. So, uh, yeah, going to a festival sober would be a real eye-opener, I reckon. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like you'd have an extra four days at the festival, which now, when I think about it, might not be a great thing. Yeah. Because, you know, they're long enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get yeah. there, you get the tent up, you have to take it back down again. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, love. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. Um, thank you so much for stopping by. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you on the circuit when we can get back and out again. Well, great. Thank you so much. And great work that you're doing. It's really, it's really helpful to a lot of oh, people. Thank sure. you. And right. just a wee reminder to everybody as well. Cold water is how you get stains out. Don't oh, yeah. use hot water. Yeah. It's I just true. one of one of the friendly tips from your Auntie Louise. Yeah, bit of bicarb and lemon as well is also really good. Because oh, now we look like the murderers because we actually know how to clear it up. We've been there. <laughs> if you see someone with a lot of bicarb, cold water and lemons, you know what the fuck they're up to. <laughs> you don't need Miss Marbles to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my love, take care. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you loved it, feel free to leave a comment and give us a follow. 
You can find more information on my website, thewellwomanproject.com, or come find me on the grid on Insta or on my Facebook page. You can also drop me an email, gemma at thewellwomanproject.com. Any information we've shared today will be in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. Big love, Gem.